Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, the Trump administration grants healthcare providers like doctors and nurses the right to deny care to people. A new medical study confirms previous research that undetectable equals untransmittable. The Glad Media Awards honored Madonna. And Amazon series After Forever cleans up at the 2019 Daytime Emmy Awards. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Under the guise of conscience rights, the Trump administration has officially granted doctors, nurses, and other healthcare providers the right to deny care to people. In a speech last week, Donald Trump announced, quote, Today we finalized new protections of conscience rights for physicians, pharmacists, nurses, teachers, students, and faith-based charities, end quote. The new regulation, confirmed by the Department of Health and Human Services, allows providers to cite personal religious beliefs as justification to refuse a broad range of services. Critics say the new regulation could put LGBTQ people at risk, such as those seeking HIV treatment or gender confirmation procedures. Fatima Goss-Graves, president and CEO of the National Women's Law Center, said in a statement, This rule allows anyone from a doctor to a receptionist to entities like hospitals and pharmacies to deny a patient critical and sometimes life-saving care. The Human Rights Campaign denounced the news as well. David Stacey, Government Affairs Director at the Human Rights Campaign, said in a statement, quote, The Trump-Pence administration's latest attack threatens LGBTQ people by permitting medical providers to deny critical care based on personal beliefs. The administration's decision puts LGBTQ people at greater risk of being denied necessary and appropriate health care solely based on their sexual orientation or gender identity. Everyone deserves access to medically necessary care and should never be turned away because of who they are or who they love. Already, there's legal action in the courts. San Francisco City Attorney Dennis Herrera quickly announced he had filed a lawsuit in an attempt to invalidate the new federal regulation. Herrera said in a press release that if allowed to take effect, the rule would reduce access to health care, particularly for women, LGBTQ people, and other vulnerable populations. He said, quote, at its core, This rule is about denying people health care. This administration is willing to sacrifice patients' health and lives, particularly those of women and members of the LGBTQ community and low-income families, to score right-wing political points. It's reprehensible. A new study in Europe adds to the growing body of evidence that people on antiretroviral HIV medications with an undetectable viral load cannot transmit the virus to sexual partners. 
the eight-year study of almost 1,000 gay male serodiscordant couples. That means one partner is HIV positive, one partner HIV negative, found zero cases of HIV transmission. None of the couples use condoms during sex. Alison Roger, a professor at University College London who helped lead the study, said in a statement, quote, Our findings provide conclusive evidence for gay men that the risk of HIV transmission with suppressive art, that's antiretroviral treatment, is zero. The summary of the study read, in part, Our findings support the message of the U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable campaign, and the benefits of early testing and treatment for HIV. The focus of the study, which followed participants from July 2010 to September 2017, was to assess the risk of HIV transmission between serodiscordant gay male couples who do not use condoms. The report, published in the medical journal The Lancet, did show 15 men of the 972 couples who took part in the research became HIV positive during the eight-year study, but genetic testing revealed their infections were due to HIV strains from other sexual partners. An earlier phase of the study followed serodiscordant heterosexual couples, which also showed no transmission of the HIV virus between partners. Reuters reports that since the worldwide epidemic began in the early 1980s, over 77 million people have become HIV positive, and nearly half, 35.4 million, have died from resulting AIDS. Thanks to the success of antiretroviral treatment, the number of deaths from AIDS has been falling, but medical professionals are concerned that the rate of new infections has remained high, with nearly 1.8 million new diagnoses each year. The Equality Act, which would add sexual orientation and gender identity to the Civil Rights Act of 1964, has been approved by the House Judiciary Committee. Although the legislation had been introduced in the House twice before, this is the first time Democrats have been able to see the bill move out of committee and onto the full House. Even though recent polling shows nearly 7 in 10, 69% of Americans support the measure, the vote was a straight party-line affair. All 22 Democrats on the committee voted yes, while all 10 Republicans voted no. Should the Equality Act be passed into law, it would prohibit LGBTQ-based discrimination in areas like housing, employment, public accommodations, and more on a nationwide level. Currently, you can be fired from your job in 30 states for being gay. In addition to the strong support by Democratic lawmakers, the Equality Act has been endorsed by 165 major businesses and 288 statewide and national organizations. The measure now heads to a vote by the full House, which could happen as soon as this week. With 240 co-sponsors in the House and strenuous support by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, the legislation is expected to easily pass. However, the odds don't look so good for the bill in the Republican-led Senate, where Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell probably won't even allow the legislation to come up for a vote. And, while Donald Trump campaigned saying he would be better for the gays than Hillary Clinton, 
Since he took office, his administration has waged a war against LGBTQ rights. His evangelical base would probably rise up were he to sign the bill into law. It was a star-studded night at the Hilton Midtown in New York City as GLAAD, the world's largest lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer media advocacy organization, honored Madonna, Andy Cohen, Don Lemon and CNN, the cast of FX's Pose, and more at the 2019 annual GLAAD Media Awards. For 30 years, the GLAAD Media Awards have honored media for fair, accurate, and inclusive representation of LGBTQ people and issues. Introducing Madonna, CNN's Anderson Cooper told the crowd, no single ally has been a better friend or had a bigger influence on acceptance for the LGBTQ community than Madonna. And in accepting the Advocate for Change Award from Cooper, Madonna said in her remarks, quote, as soon as you really understand what it means to love, you understand what it takes to become a human being, and that it is every human's duty to fight, to advocate, to do whatever we can, and whatever it takes. Referencing her upcoming album, the Queen of Pop added, Madam X is a freedom fighter. When I made the film Truth or Dare, I had no idea I was going to... <laughs> Seriously, I had no idea it was going to inspire so many gay men to A, give blowjobs to Evian bottles, or B, just have the courage to come out. Yes. And be free and take a stand and say, this is who I am. Like it or not. Okay? When I look back and watch that film, I am horrified by my brattiness. <laughs> but I'm also proud that it gave so many people hope. <laughs> the freedom fighting expanded and continued, and so did getting my ass kicked. Fighting for all marginalized people was a duty and an honor I could not turn my back on, nor will I ever. Yes. To quote the great James Baldwin, because only an artist can tell, and only an artist has told since we have heard of man, what it is like for anyone who gets to this planet to survive it. What it is like to die or to have somebody die. What it is like to fear death. What it is like to fear. What it is like to love what it is like to be glad. Hymns don't do this. Churches really cannot do it. The trouble is, only the artists can do it. The price that he or she has to pay himself and the price the audience has to pay is willingness to give up everything because nothing, none of it, belongs to you. So 14 years ago, I heard about an AIDS epidemic in Malawi, a country in sub-Saharan Africa that 
I'd never heard of before, embarrassingly, a country that had left over one million children orphaned by AIDS. I decided to go there and see what I could do, and it was like history repeating itself. Hospital wards filled with emaciated, dying people laying in hallways and under beds. Abandoning child, abandoned children wandering the streets, everywhere orphanages overflowing. No medicine, no education about what was happening, and no one talking about prevention. Eventually, I made a documentary called I Am Because We Are. <laughs> Wanting to share this journey and hoping to raise awareness and inspire others to help me. I started advocating for change in the warm heart of Africa, which is what Malawi is known as. Building schools and orphanages and eventually a pediatric hospital. It is here that I met and adopted four of my six most beautiful children. To quote a song on my new record called Extreme Occident, life is a circle. Death and loss brought me new life, brought me to life, brought me to love. And so we are back to the beginning of my speech, the importance of love. Because as soon as you really understand what it means to love, you understand what it takes to become a human being. And that is every human's, and that it is every human's duty to fight, to advocate, to do whatever we can and whatever it takes. Madame X is a freedom fighter. <laughs> Glad president and CEO Sarah Kate Ellis said, Madonna always has and always will be the LGBTQ community's greatest ally, and it is only fitting to honor and celebrate our greatest advocate at GLAD's biggest event ever. From the HIV crisis to international LGBTQ issues, she fearlessly pushes for a world where LGBTQ people are accepted. Her music and art have been life-saving outlets for LGBTQ people over the years, and her affirming words and actions have changed countless hearts and minds. Other notable GLAD Media Awards presented on stage or announced at the event in New York City include Andy Cohen receiving the Vito Russo Award, FX's groundbreaking series Pose was honored as Outstanding Drama Series, Samantha B. was honored in the category of Outstanding Variety or Talk Show Episode for Trans Rights Under Attack. CNN Tonight with Don Lemon was honored in the category of Outstanding TV Journalism Segment for Same-Sex Couple Reacts to Supreme Court Ruling. Boy Erased was recognized as Outstanding Film Limited Release. And The Assassination of Gianni Versace American Crime Story was honored in the Outstanding TV Movie or Limited Series. The full list of honorees can be found, where else? At therandyreport.com. Additional awards were also announced earlier this year in Los Angeles. And more awards. 
At the 2019 Daytime Creative Arts Emmy Awards Friday night at the Pasadena Civic Auditorium, acclaimed LGBTQ-themed Amazon series After Forever picked up four Emmy Awards. After Forever is the story of Brian and Jason, a 50-ish New York City gay couple who have it all until they don't. The eight-episode first season follows them and their friends through a journey of love, loss, and moving on. Nominated for eight awards, the series picked up Outstanding Lead Actor in a Digital Daytime Drama Series, Kevin Spiritus. His co-star, Mitchell Anderson, was also nominated in the same category. Also, Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Digital Daytime Drama Series, Erin Cherry. Katie Huffman was also nominated in the same category. They also won awards for Outstanding Writing for a Digital Drama Series, that was Kevin Spiritus and Michael Slade, and the director, Jennifer Pepperman, won for Outstanding Directing for a Digital Drama Series. Additionally, Broadway veteran Anita Gillette was nominated for Outstanding Guest Performer in a Daytime Drama Series. But wait, there's more! During the Sunday night broadcast of the 2019 Daytime Emmy Awards, After Forever was honored with the top prize of Outstanding Digital Daytime Drama Series. Congratulations to everyone! And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.